Welcome to the wonderful weird things that is my head. I'm your host, Kevin, and today's episode is going to be a blast because I'm joined by two amazing guests. First up is my brother, Keith, who's not only my sibling, but also a fellow football fanatic and a member of our own fantasy football league. And joining us is the one and only NF Rashad, a talented musician and artist who also happens to love football. Today, we're going to happen to explore the wild and wacky world of fantasy football in the XFL, diving deep into all the strange and hilarious things that make this league one of a kind. We'll be talking about our own fantasy league as well and all the wonderful weirdness that makes it such a blast. And of course, we'll be discussing the first week of the XFL. XFL action of the Seattle Sea Dragons, our home team. What, what? This team is one of the most exciting in the league, if you ask me. And with NF Rashad and Keith's help, we're going to have a unique perspective on breaking down their performance and exploring some of the unique XFL rules that set this league apart from traditional football. So get ready for a fun and lively discussion because this episode's going to be one for the books. Welcome to the show, Keith and Shadi NF Shad. Sorry, NF dot shot. It was good. I'm going to start off by just saying congratulations uh, for besting me in another season of fantasy football. I will be honest, though. I'm pretty sure that I hold the record advantage. But unfortunately, <laughs> when it comes to where it counts, I can't seem to make it worth anyone's while. And I've lost now three straight years three. in a row. That hurts. <laughs> I am the Buffalo Bills of our league. The turkey yeah. right there. The turkey. That's a bad strike to have, sir. Yeah. That's a bad strike to have. Damn. Well, I mean, you just got to, you know, tighten your game up, you know. When I tried to figure out where we was going to go with my team, you know, I had to do some coaching adjustments. I was figuring out that you every week was coaching to try and beat me. So I was like, all right, my, my toughest opponent this year is for sure Kevin. Kiki got me one time. Dad, you know, everybody, but Kevin, it was like, every time I play you, it does not matter what. In the regular season, it's an L. In the playoffs, I was kind of worried. It, you know, the coaching adjustments did what I had to do. Yeah, it, it feels bad. To know that you had figured me out by the end of the year. That's my problem is I'm so consistent, right? I'm only playing. I'm looking every week at the scores and I'm like, would I have beat Keith this week? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't care about anybody else. I ended up like what? I think losing three games overall, right? And yeah. one of them was you, right? So yeah. even when it mattered in the season, I was like, I can't. I can't and it was the it. first one, and then you beat me the next two times. Yeah, I think so, I went on an eight-game win streak yeah, or something like that, yeah. and then and then lost to Kiki. So you know, my own mm-hmm. wife, who was the winner last year, uh, yeah, so. who came in the Gosh. league the first year, and first year dominated, Freshman. literally Kiki oh, dominated. Had too. never played fantasy football year ever, like, ever. And so uh, that was depressing. We had pops win the first year. He just he actually dominated and like lost one game. One game. Yeah, he lost one. That game. was to me. Yeah, yeah. My one game was, I think, to him that year. Yeah, that was a fun league because that was just the four of us. We we just yeah. started off. That's when we bought the trophy. That's when we bought the trophy. <laughs> yep, like nineteen years, I think it's it's set to to last. So we've yeah. got a lot of time. I've got plenty of time to go and win three in a row. See, clearly, <laughs> I can consistently make it. Now, if I can consistently win, yeah, that's dangerous. Mm. That's dangerous. That's gonna be hard because I feel like. If you do win one, 
you might be the closest to possibly getting a back-to-back. There's no repeat champions. That's the thing. <laughs> you know? Repeat losers, though, but no repeat <laughs> exactly. champions. Exactly. So it's like, with you, it's going to be a gamble. But me and you are literally in the division for life, so that's going to be a good thing. Like, it's either going to be you and me and you probably going to make the playoffs every year. Facing for the championship, depending on how many people, you know, because every year we're adding somebody yep, yep. Through, the, through the family and stuff. Hopefully we can toughen it out in these 19 years. Face off, have a good, a good, good fantasy exactly. battle. Exactly. One of these years, young Rashad, you might have to uh, be an expansion team. Almost definitely hopping in and coming in for the dub. Because, yeah, we had nfk on last week and uh or last episode and he did the interview uh for for his rap career and i would just like to point out while he's an excellent rapper he is the perennial loser of our life. <laughs> yeah he has consistently yes. lost in all three years of our league which makes it really fun at this point we need to give him a trophy for <laughs> being that bad i was for thinking something like a else. toilet yeah, yeah. he gloats. He, he gloats for being that good, that that bad. Yeah, he literally gloat about it. About seven losses in, he's like, "Okay, guys, it's time to come back. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back." Travis Kelsey, he's he's gonna carry the team. Like you, you that's the only person that's been consistent on your bench, and he's gonna carry Man. your team. Yeah, Josh Allen. Josh Allen to go crazy for fantasy, but uh, Josh was tripping. Stay um, off, Josh. Yeah. Man. Season but I'm gonna um I'm gonna go ahead and admit that this is the first year that we ever did first year that we ever did a speech. So I, I want to kind of let the listeners hear how we are expanding in our league yeah. and and go ahead and, and play that speech for them so that they can kind of get into the atmosphere that is the Edwards yes. League fantasy football uh you know yeah. home edition <laughs> where where we get really nitty-gritty but not so much but it, it is it's it's a fun time yeah. and uh you know it, it's all about family here and this is kind of what keeps us together as we get older and we we deal with school and, mm. and just growth and, and family and personal yeah. life you know like hey we got to keep things together exactly <laughs> you go Although I do want to preface, uh, this was during the Super Bowl, so a few beers in. Gentlemen, (laughs) it is with great pleasure to welcome you to all this special occasion, the presentation of the Edwards Fantasy Football League Trophy. Today we gather to celebrate the achievements of one lucky team who has risen above all others to proven themselves to be the champion of the third annual season. I want to take a moment to acknowledge all of the teams who took part in this season and made it a truly memorable one. It takes great deal, skill, strategy, and sportsmanship to compete in a fantasy football league, and each and every one of you displayed those qualities, especially perpetual second place team, whatever my team name is. Your hard work, dedication, and passion has made this league what it is today. And I want to thank you all for your contributions. But of course, there can only be one winner. And it is my honor 
to present the Edwards Fantasy Football League trophy to the team <laughs> that kind of deserves it the most. <laughs> this team yeah. has shown remarkable consistency throughout the season, making smart moves, might have been a little picking bitter. the right players, and pulling <laughs> off the right trades. They have made a formidable opponent, and their victory is a testament to their excellence. So without further ado, let us reveal the winner of the third season of the Edwards Fantasy Football League. How did it feel hoisting that trophy? Oh man, to be honest, it felt pretty good and um actually I would say it felt good and amazing because I actually pit in the work and the effort of each and every week to make sure I was really first off winning one to know at each week, which actually had me starting off with an eight and or seven and whichever ones I got beat. So you know I, I started this year undefeated. So right then and there it had me at the at the top of everybody just wanting to take me down, you know? So then it was like I got my first L and I just was frustrated because I didn't I shouldn't have felt like I should have lost, but I just was complacent with my team. So I didn't have no I wasn't changing nothing. I wasn't doing nothing. I was just complacent. And uh I started actually focusing in, making substitutions and just really like focusing in on every game, watching every game, like pitting my energy and my emotions into it. So when I won, it was like the hard work for this actually paid off and it actually just made me actually want to do it like with other things in life too. Cause I just seen how, if I put my mind to something to, I can win, you know, and that's just what it is. Facts. Facts. It's funny how just a little bit of effort, things will, things will really pay <laughs> off. Right. You know, I'm seeing that now 30 years old back in school. And now I'm like, ah, I actually apply myself and now I can actually get good grades. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what it was for me in college. Throughout college or all throughout school, when I hit college is when I really started focusing and realized easier if you just pass and try and be in high school, high school and college and just fail because you're going to have to redo these classes and pay, you know. <laughs> and then even if you don't, you even just live with the fact that it's like you started something and you didn't finish. You failed it. And that's not how I want to live. No. Heavy things coming from the fantasy football podcast here. So think about that. That's what really makes this fantasy football league special because there's a lot that goes into it. We're not just playing a bunch of randos on the internet. You know, you're actually having to apply yourself and that really can, can have an effect in, in the real world. You know, that's, that's one of the things I love about what, brings us together with the Spanish Football League. Again, young Rashad, you got to get in on this, all right? I know that you might end up being the perennial loser because what if I've played fantasy basketball with you, so um, <laughs> you guys aren't very good. <laughs> you know, that's a difference. You know, that's a big difference with the football, for sure, know what I'm doing. Not a little bit about who, but nah, the football, I know for sure. I know my starting lineup is going to take the dub. We're going to go home with the ship. I mean, you know, you got to have, like, somebody who's – you got to have a confident coach, me. Because, you know, 
when your team goes down in the playoffs or right before the playoffs, you know, your quarterback is, you know, Joey B, your receiver is Stefan Diggs, and they got a game, you know, where something devastating happens, and, you know, it, it, it kind of affects on things, it, it interferes with things. But, like, with life, you got to keep pushing. You meet a coach like me, but a team that keeps pushing and doesn't have to understand that that game is going to be a setback. Just understand that we're just going to come in this playoff harder. And that's just what we do. So you can get in this league, but just know the trash talking hey, is I'm, at I'm its the best max. Coach. Just know that I'm the best coach. You're not. Yeah, I am the best coach. You know what? We come you, might, you might be a Jason Garrett. You no, might be the I'm best thing clapping. Here, here we are. Here we are. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm not hearing yeah. that. Here we no. go. I'm not hearing that. I promise you. Offense, defense, we're all stepping up. Uh huh. Okay. Who's Who's your defense? Shit. Who's gonna be my defense? If you If If you was the start of If we was the start of last season before you got to see everybody's defense, mm-hmm. who would you choose as your starting defense? Be picking up. All right, sorry, right. I'm gonna pick up. All right, start corner. No, 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 no. You only, you only got a, you get a whole uh, defense uh, team. And this is why I say he's going to lose. He's picking a corner <laughs> for fantasy football guys. Hey, I was a just corner. Pick my starting lineup. You your starting him, lineup. Man. You pick a whole defense, bro. <laughs> you pick a whole team. A whole team. All right, bet. So whole team. All right. See, I was gonna start picking players. You know, fantasy literally. You know. We'll get to the players. You gotta right, tell me your defense um, first. I'm gonna pick going with defense. Defense I should be like this year. You don't even know what defense you're going. Like the Rams. The Rams. Rams defense. Okay. Mm. All right. That's who he's picking. At the beginning of the year, he's picking the Rams. The Rams. Okay. That's 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 reasonable because of their defensive like on paper. Makes I would, sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I think no. I drafted yeah. uh, the Eagles. Maybe I yeah maybe I, I had a good nice defense. defense. You yeah. actually had the Eagles the entire year. I want to say for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I and think I somebody had San Francisco. I think Dad might have had San Francisco. Yeah, but those two were the top. Oh no, Patriots. Patriots are good too. Defense. Yeah, yeah. The Niners got really good towards the end of the year, right? Yeah. The, the Eagles coming in had a pretty hot defense, so I was yeah. going for them for for a minute, you know, and and I, yeah. I didn't want to hold on to the Seahawks defense. Like as much as I love Seattle, that, that yeah. just didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a right, who's your quarterback? A quarterback? Yeah. And since I'm pretty sure you're you'd be new in the league, you get first pick out of everybody. So who's your quarterback? And you have to choose wise because you get the Mahomes. Holmes, okay. My home boy. That's a good pick. I like that. I right, RB1. Right so the real question is who's your number one pick? Okay. There you, go. you are fourth pick in the draft. Okay. And you've got, let's say, Henry's Caffrey's out. off the board. Henry's off the board. Holmes out. And Cooper Cup's off the board. Holmes and Cooper Cup's off the board. Yep. Uh, I'm not a or I guess no, 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 because you're number four. So one of those guys. So Mahomes is still on the board. Let's mm-hmm. put Mahomes back on the board. People aren't. People shouldn't pick a quarterback that early, if you ask me. So Mahomes still on the board. Mahomes is still on the board. I'm still keeping Mahomes. Okay, there we go. Picking a quarterback <laughs> as early as I said you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going yeah. With it. okay. I'm gonna have to go with Cooper Cup as my first overall. Pick. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I love going running back. Running back. I think this year I started off with, um, actually, I know I started off with receiver. I went for mm-hmm. uh, Justin Jefferson. I think it was. Yeah, yeah Jefferson Justin was a good Jefferson pick. Was... Yeah. Or was it Jefferson or um, 
It might have been Jefferson. I'd have I to think look. It's, I think it was. It was one of those those top. Or, it be, or was it Chase? Jason Jefferson's no. Uh, no. 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 Mom I, had Chase. Mom had Chase. Yeah. Had Chase. You got mad because she dropped her in the middle of the year, dropped and Kiki man. picked her up. Oh man. Man, that uh, was devastating. That was scary. <laughs> that right there is when I thought my season was over. I did too. I, I did too. I thought it was over. I Kira was, was starting to understand. Right I was worried about a repeat right there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. Because the night before that, I was talking to mom. I was like, mom, let me see your phone, you know? Let me do some stuff. Just pay, pay him on. I was like, oh, you can't even do nothing because he's on IR. And the next morning, I see mom's phone. I'm like, mom, where is, where is she? She's like, I just dropped somebody who, was, who, was, who wasn't playing. I was like, he, it just said, it just said like, IR or something. He wasn't out for something. That's the best out. part. She dropped someone that wasn't even really taking up a spot that exactly. she needed. Not an active roster spot. My so. mom was hilarious for that. She she had me so upset. I was I was just like, Mom, I don't know. I was ready to just give my team up. That's, that's how yeah. devastated yeah. it was. That's like I understand how a coach or a GM in real life feels when they just let something just slip right. under their hands. It's just like I just I just missed that bag. Like being uh, Brable when the Titans let AJ go. Man, you know? <laughs> like that's that right there. And just and watching you're like, go. I just need a solid QB. QB. And then they're like, okay, we'll get rid of your top receiver. And he's like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> get rid of your top receiver and leave you with nothing. All right. Making a switch over to the XFL. The Seattle Sea Dragons have now played two whole games. And as you know, as a Cowboys fan, they've got the bad ultimate ball hucking machine. I don't know if there's if there's another way to put it, because I've been watching him play and he gets the ball there, but it really looks like he is hucking the ball. That man is not throwing the ball. That man looks like a deer in the headlights under distress every single time, every single time that he is running around on that field. I understand what people say when they're like, we take you out for your safety because you are a risk to your health, not anyone else's really, but specifically your health. Ben Anthony DiNucci, you need to calm down. What is going on out there? Let me tell me something. As as a former quarterback, you've got to understand something that's going on in there. Oh man, as honestly, you just have to understand that you know when something's just not for you, you can keep trying and trying and trying, but it's like I'm not saying it's not for him, but understand that like if I felt that I can't just seem to ever produce, like get better in the position that I'm in, you know, it's time to try something new. Because for me, I, I changed to receiver, but I also had the ambition of staying quarterback. But it, I prevailed in being a receiver. I'm not saying he can go out and play receiver, you know, because it's I've as athleticism is. I look at him, and when I see a quarterback, I see somebody who lacks confidence, who just thinks he has a little bit of a head because of the league that he was in before this. And then on top of that, it's like the Cowboys drafted him, which boosted his ego even more. If you don't want to think about it, it does because he had the opportunity to just be in the limelights. He was rostered behind Dakota Prescott. Dakota Prescott. Who recently went to the Super Bowl. Right. (laughs) Right. Right, man. They embarrassed us, you know. 
Oh, they booed that right man. There. They 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 did him dirty. That was so, messed up. It's all right because at the end of the day, then you know, I say these things. I keep trying to give you the benefit of the doubt because it's like, you know, there's something. I think like the man above is just like wanting me to try and see you do greatness because now I'm just gonna keep my eyes on you and watch you grow from here on out. I'm gonna just keep it real with you though, and one day I hope to meet you. One day, <laughs> one day, I hope to just, and, and, and you better hope good. I don't meet you on the other side of that field, because I'm going to tear you apart truth hurts. mentally, and I see that you like to run and not run out of balance, so physically, in practice, it won't be nothing, but on the field, ding, if it's on the other ding, opposite ding. side, that, and we're opponents, yeah. That's too funny. Talking about uh, switching sides, let's uh, actually switch to another position that's exciting out there for the Seattle Sea Dragons, and that is Flash Josh Gordon, the man himself, Seattle Seahawks legend, Cleveland Browns legend, let's be honest, one of the best to ever do it in such a short time. He had such a bright flame and then ended up kind of fizzling out there because of the league's strict rules on substance abuse. Poor guy there because he is a a fun person to watch. And every time I see him get on the field, especially in a Seattle uniform of any kind. Hey, 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 I got one more person to shout out to. Octavius Bryant just made his first catch in in like five years. He used to play for the Steelers. He he had the same problems as uh, Josh Gordon with with the marijuana that's stuff right, in the league. Right. So they actually both went out at the same time. Okay. But Gordon had an opportunity last year, mm. but, you know, it didn't work. But they're both in the XFL. Doing, nah, good for them. It's, it's always yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's good to see that, you know, yeah, um, everyone doing what they love to do. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone deserves that. a second chance. So, mm-hmm. You know, that's what I love about the XFL. It's a little wacky as yeah. far as, like, its rules. Like, that onside kick, that's something else. Yes. Luke, I mean, true rules, true. USFL, I think, allows their players to smoke cigarettes. So I think we've seen that on the uh, TV of last year. We're but, going back to uh, the 1920s. Yeah, right. that was crazy. <laughs> like, if I can find a clip, I would, I would literally show you. That's but crazy. The, that kickoff in the XFL, I would say it brings more safety. I would say that the XFL game is being more cautious of the safety players. Yeah. And of making money. You know? Yeah. It's definitely different from what it was back in the nineties. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm enjoying the revival. I'd say, what are we at? Revival 3.0, 2.0 COVID yeah. kind of killed it, you know? Yeah. And um, I was really hoping to see a good spring football league Man. because it, it's not often that we get to see good football yeah. outside of, you know, the NFL and the college schedule. So <laughs> I'm hoping that, you know, the, the rules can, can kind of, Catch on, you know, yeah. um, I was talking with my boss today and he he wasn't a big fan of the kickoff. And I, I was like, well, the way I see it, there's so much potential for like mm-hmm. more big plays. Right. Mm-hmm. We're we're only a few maybe years away from seeing like the Devin Hester that can just yeah. kind of like solve that. And now it's exactly. like teams are just outscoring because they've got guys that can just see that hole. Yeah. All it is is it's just if a hole. Think about it. It's like it's like, um. The game you used to play backyard football, like mm-hmm. flyers up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Literally flyers up. Throw the ball up in there and however many people you can make miss, go. That's it. To the other That's end zone. It. But yeah, you're right. It is it's got that 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 more just improvised style of play. Like yeah. you you might 
you might see more guys like uh, Johnny Football in the league. Not to say that we should bring back Johnny Football because <laughs> I mean, I mean, he might be better than Ben DiNucci, but I don't know if we want like, no, no, to. I'll give Ben the benefit of the doubt on that one. Don't even get on that topic. Yeah, I think he's too wild for the league. <laughs> yeah, to be he's, honest. Yeah. he's too wild. Oh, a, a nice a nice thing I see about the league is the the mic with the coaches and the team yeah. players is that they get the whole entire play clock. And if you think about it, you see that there's um, there's a couple of experienced coaches in the league. Yeah, you know, so you see there's like Wade Phillips, right? Yeah, there's coaches that are just becoming a head coach, and it's kind of the coaches that have been experienced already, like in other leagues or the mm-hmm. NFL. For them to be able to talk to their their quarterback the entire play makes it so much easier for them. You yeah. can you'll be able to see it throughout this year at least. To where I believe they're probably gonna have to change it. I think give them a full season, yeah. right? Because the problem is these teams haven't been able to play together like a unit, like you have with college and NFL yeah. teams, right? Um, I saw on uh, a Reddit post, you know, someone asked, "Do you think that a college team like Bama or maybe um, let's go TCU, right? They, they yeah. being in the championship. Do you think that a team like them could be an XFL team? right now and yeah. like yeah. you said though like these guys have nfl level coaching and a lot of them have college d1 experience right mm-hmm. like these aren't just like regular scar like scrubs you know right so you're you're getting like not the cream of the crop yeah. but you're getting like the next to the top right there i i think what are you gonna say i mean to be honest I think if it's a team like Bama or LSU, they have a chance of beating the XFL team, but not yeah. just any college team is going to come in there and just beat the XFL team. Let's see, for me, I would go as it more into depth as like the XFL champion because, you know, Bama, LSU, the big SEC teams, I feel like they can possibly, they can stick, I, Bama, we'll stick to Bama. I feel Bama, can stick with certain NFL teams. Not all. Not even more than maybe five. But I feel like there's probably three teams in the league that they can stick with before the fact that you're just facing grown men that are more disciplined and have the longer span of being disciplined facing 35-year-old men mindset. you know, with a, mind, a different mindset than you. So I that will kick in. Because, like, I say you take the worst NFL them. team, right, and they've got former Bama players, former Georgia players, like they're going to be able to provide you a different scheme than you're used to seeing. Right. They're not going to play just a regular spread offense or whatever it is, like a flyer offense, you know? So it's going to be a little different. They're going to change it up. Like that's where the the mind really takes place. Right. Saban can rule because he can recruit, you know? And I think we're going to see Dion do really well there because that is probably like, one of the best recruiters in the game right now. That yeah. dude proved it with Jackson Beyond State, and he's, he's going to prove it with Colorado. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's only at Colorado for a short time. You know, he's he's looking to get his yeah. big ticket move. He's you trying know? to give him at least four years there. I could see four years. Four I, I mean, years if he there. makes the playoffs, yeah, he's out. He's not making the playoffs the first two years, no. though. No, so about bad. three years. Yeah, yeah. Got the top recruits on some good transfers though. And that's not they even. They gotta get some uh, team chemistry though. That's exactly what it is. It's not even hating, as we're Pac-12 fans in general. It's just a simple fact that 
we're Pac-12 fans and we just know how Pac-12 is. Yep. You still have Oregon out there. You still got Utah. Mm-hmm. You got U-Dub that, you know, is wishy-washy, but you don't have to face them next year. But, you know, you have you have USC. Even Oregon State. You have top dogs that, you know, yeah. go to the playoffs. We don't, don't Do they play Oregon State? But do we? No, they do. No, um, they play Oregon, though. It's Colorado. They play Oregon. They play okay. USC, UCLA. No UW. Nebraska. No UW. No UW. Not their schedule this year. Their first game is TCU. Okay. Okay. Oh. I mean, that's really at TCU. TCU has to prove it, right? They just got demolished yeah. in the national te- like championship. You know. Yeah. Well, TCU can't. TCU can't even win by ten. In this yeah, country. that's true. New TCU coach, has to TCU demolish Colorado. Mike Zimmer is over at Colorado too. Right. He he brought him over. Oh. Good chemistry there. But uh, going back to the feeder league that everyone is watching right now, the XFL is hopefully the, the next big thing. You know, USFL starts in a couple of weeks, so we might be able to discuss that in the future. But right now, I'm I'm actually enjoying the football. It's not high quality. I think, again, that's going to take time. You know, anything that is is new is going to take a while to develop. But once the league really gets going, if it's able to survive at least this year, um, I think we'll see some quality football next season. Yeah, I think it's going to take time just to adjust to the names, the jerseys, you know, just the different stuff exactly. about the game. But you got to find someone and yeah, you got to get that star. That player. Yeah. If, like yeah. if it's here for long enough, you know, get maybe six to eight years if it lasts, people might start getting more into it. I think it will. I think it'll last, honestly. There's a lot of people that love football still want to play, still yep. can play. Yep. So. yep. That's all it is, the more opportunities for everybody, you know. Yep. We got we got see, one right here in this got, room looking honestly, to get that opportunity. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, maybe real. even two, maybe, maybe even two, you know, hey, real. you know, you both, both got it. You both young, you know, right. I, I heard walking up the stairs. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. all right, well, we're going to wrap things up here. I want to thank you both for uh, coming out tonight and sharing your time. Is there uh, anything you guys want to say? Any shout outs you guys want to give before you guys get out of here? Uh, thank you for having us here and uh, just want to shout out to you you know family <laughs> thank you thank to, you uh, just uh, everybody out there who's pushing for their dreams and not giving up yeah man uh, I want to shout out to my grandparents my mother my father and my two brothers thank y'all for just being supportive and you know having my back with everything and if bam out never fold And that'll do it for tonight's episode of the wonderful weird things that is my head. A huge thanks to my amazing guests, Keith and NF Rashad, for joining me today and making this episode so much fun. We hope you enjoyed our discussion as much as we enjoyed talking about it. And maybe you even walked away learning something new about the wild and wacky world of fantasy or XFL sports. If you did enjoy this episode, please consider leaving us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps us reach new listeners and continue making great content for you. Also, don't forget forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and if you're on instagram be sure to follow me at podcasting with kev for behind the scenes looks at the making of the show thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode of the wonderful weird things that is my head stay weird